1: Are you ready to talk
0: money, Rib? I'm ready to talk money. Yahoo! I know it's good. I'm excited because Ray, you can hear him laughing already. Ray's here. Uh, Ray, we've had
2: you two okay. are hilarious. Uh, I,
0: I, I um, uh, we missed Ray like a few months already in 2022. Then we had him two weeks in a row, and now he's back. So awesome. I don't know. I, uh, I hope you like Ray because we like Ray. Uh, yeah, so
1: here we go. <laughs> and, and actually, Ray's,
0: I'm gonna say this: Ray Borg from Financial Discipleship, whatever your latest title is, we're gonna, I'm, we're gonna find yeah, that That's today. right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that today, so. He
0: is so dear to David and I. He's, and I think he's dear to many people. I know I'm bragging on you a little bit, but I, I, years ago, okay, we're off topic already, but years ago, <laughs> you came to Arlene Borg at One Way Ministries and you were Ray's looking. Wife, yes, yeah, so you were looking for some prayer. You needed some prayer with somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, um, Ray said yes yeah. to that because she said, well, my husband, you know, could pray with you and and he wasn't yeah. saying yes to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I still feel very precious mm-hmm. that, you I mean, know.
1: Very much. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, so, so that mean, was- How many, many years later? I, how I you know?
1: was gonna say, I still pray very often. <laughs> yes, that's together. right. So, yeah, yes. so, so should we, you know, kind yeah, of okay. get to the- Okay, get to house the show, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> we we, Reb said on the way in, just to give you the behind the scenes here, as you join us, Reb said, I'm gonna stick to the script today and we got about three seconds <laughs> in and she's off script so way we love it okay. this is the way we roll this yeah, is yes. the way we roll all right, so, all right, all right. so welcome to the show if you're new to the show you're going what the heck is going on and uh, if you're not new to the show you're probably smiling and we just invite you to pull your coffee uh, up uh, grab it sit down relax and if you're in the car keep both hands on the wheel and and really just enjoy the next half hours we share the hard issues around money each week we we kind of dig into a topic that usually Reb and I are going, hey, what about this? Or sometimes there's a question from one of the clients we have in the, the work that we do at More Than Enough. And today's um, show is based around a question from uh, someone who said, hey, I've got a question around money and the hard issues around money. So that's what we talk about. Um, and if you want to hear some of the older shows or previous shows, morethanenough.ca chri.ca and of course we have ray borg here from not um and the show the shows are all hosted there and of course on your favorite podcasting platform so i want to give a little shout out to this morning to chri because here we are in the studio together and you know they provide all the the um production and the technology and um we couldn't do it without chri so thanks will uh you're the man so love it and uh reb you're looking at me like
0: let's let's get on with it man (laughs) there it is Okay. okay all right so this morning's discussion we're gonna ask ray to just give us a recap of actually what he does what organizations he's associated with in his life and his everyday life when he's not praying he actually does work um and have a job and um because the question that came out of a discussion that um if any of you are our clients at more than enough debbie gallagher um is our client care specialist she will once a year contact you and ask you how you're doing Mm -hmm. and um and the, one of the questions she asks is, um, do you have any topics you'd like to cover on the podcast, on the radio show? And uh, this question came from someone. And the question is this, how do I as a Christian set a biblical wealth line for myself and my family? How do we live a simple life to be generous, generous with as much as possible? And we're gonna dig into that a little bit. and it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm asking Ray in a few minutes to share about where he where he works is because some of the work that he does is related to um, wealth and legacy and what we leave behind and um, generosity, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the verses that you know we were talking about how many verses in Scripture are there that asks us um to leave a legacy to our children you know and the one that we often quote is proverbs 13 22 a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children and then ray went and did some digging and if you want to dig in there i'm not going to read the verses but deuteronomy 21 mm-hmm. um, verse 15 to 17 talks about the inheritance the firstborn got mm-hmm. so that was also very interesting to read those verses um, um but we're We're going to talk about a little bit about how do you decide what's enough, like what are the parameters so that you can, um, what's enough now so that you can leave a legacy Mm -hmm. to your kids. Um, Is that something in light of what's happening in our world today? How easy is that for people to do? Um, How do we live now? So that yeah, we just can give. Matt, why
1: don't we let Ray do a little <laughs> intro first? Okay, I know.
0: Okay, you're going to yeah. keep me on I'm task
1: today. It. Okay. It's a tough job. Okay, Ray. Wait, right, t- right.
0: t- tell us a little about about NotMind.ca and where you work.
2: Well, you know, it's, it is it is an interesting season. Um, I think we were even joking about this earlier. Um, I never thought I'd be here at this point in this season of my life, but it's been a very fascinating journey. And um, just to put in a little bit of context, uh, our ministry is the Canadian National Christian Foundation and Financial Discipleship Canada. They're two separate charities under two boards, but they're the same boards, if that makes any sense. And under Financial Discipleship, Discipleship Canada. We have advisors with purpose, and NotMine.ca, and so I uh, look after the area of notmind.ca, which partners with you at More Than Enough, and um, so we post your, you know, your radio programs, your podcasts available. I write a blog. Mm-hmm. It's really something we felt from the Lord um, since 2016 to make a voice, mm-hmm. to have a voice, to talk about what is it. Uh, in the area of finances, in the conversations that we're having with ourselves and with our peers um, that has been hijacked by the culture of the day. Mm-hmm. But if we put it in a biblical context, what does that look like and what should be shaping our conversation? Um, if we go back to the word and his principles from the Lord, um, how do we continue on to look at this area? And so that notmind.ca is really focused on that, is just really having a conversation, causing people to stop and think and um, perhaps explore that area a little bit more closely and how it affects our relationship with Jesus, mm. our managing of money. Okay, So I, that part of it is part of my job, too. I, I wear the hat ministry and church liaison for that piece. So I connect with denominations and charities. The other part that I have recently taken on is donor and client relations for Canadian National Christian Foundation. And it is a public foundation that was um, started back in 2003. And since that time, over $93 million has been granted out to charities. So we are a public foundation that allows people to have opportunities to give. Um, we have the ability to manage uh, land, property, uh, securities, trusts um, that can be liquidated and actually set up in what is called a donor-advised fund, which is simply a giving fund. Uh, you get the, you reap the benefits of getting a tax receipt as soon as you put that, but then you can choose over a period of time how you want to give that money. You can give that money. And honestly, you can give that money to different charities across Canada. We have now partnered with Trustbridge Global, which actually allows you to partner if you have significant wealth that you want to uh, steward and grant out across the nations. Uh, we have a partnership with them as well and be able to do that. And if you actually have other interests, we have what's called impact investing. And that's opportunities to work in third world nations, perhaps with something that's dear to your heart and um, it's taking some money and, and investing it for three to five years, perhaps, and there's social equity, there's spiritual equity in it, as well as perhaps some minimal financial as well. Um, but it's an opportunity to come alongside a startup, perhaps, in a third world nation and seeing them just flourish and go ahead. So that's really kind of in a nutshell in terms of what I do. And so I work with donors looking to set up a donor advice fund which we call a DAF and have some dialogue about the very question you posed there, um, you know, how do I steward my wealth? <laughs> um, and sometimes for people it's an issue of um, I have significant wealth and I'm a little bit uncomfortable. And how do they actually manage those pieces? And as this question here, um, how do I as a Christian set biblical wealth line for myself and my family? And, and I think putting that in a, a different language or other words is when do I know that there's enough? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And we, I mean, it's interesting. And this is where, you know, since our relationship on that level of, of working together, I mean, we're often working to, I, I often say, you know, get the cash flow going so that you're living on less than you're making. And that plays into this question. You now, how much is enough? What is that, that line for me and my family? And then of course, Ray, you're working with people that say, okay, well, we've, work through some of that and we have extra. And so how do we distribute that or how do we manage that or how do we steward that, if I want to use that word, uh, in the f- now and maybe in the future as well as as time goes by. So um, again, why we love working together, right? Yes, so right. It's, it's That's awesome, right. so.
0: So that, that in his question, how do we set a biblical wealth line? How do then we decide what's enough? Mm. and like, is there anything practical we can leave people with today? Like, uh, like is a hundred thousand dollars enough? Is seventy five? Is one hundred fifty? Like, it, and, it, it's and- it's. We know, Dave and I have talked about this. The more money you make, you just increase your spending accordingly. Sometimes, right? Or, or in our journey, we had very little for some years, as you mm-hmm. listeners already know if you've listened to us. So then you know, five years later or seven years later, when we start making a bit more, we have to catch up. We have to fix things in our house or, you know, buy new shoes or wh- whatever mm-hmm. those things are, because we haven't been doing that for five or seven years in the same way. So w- what's enough?
1: Yeah, and and you know, there's a couple things that right away come to mind uh, in the sense of, I mean, there's one that, uh, Reb you mentioned that there's a, a stat that I heard out there that said, you know, when you set that line, um and then you ask okay how much money would it take to make you happy that that was the question on the survey that oh. that I'm thinking of and of course the the interesting part was no matter what your your uh, standard was at the time I asked, it was always double. So if you were making twenty five grand, well, if I just make fifty grand, it'll be I'll be I'll be happy. And if I'm making fifty, it would, you know, hundred grand would make me happy, which is uh, which is an interesting. Again, we're not really talking about happiness, but that was an interesting observation there. Um, the other one, and and uh, Ray, you you can appreciate this is, is if we don't answer this question for ourselves and our family then by default, the answer is always more. The answer Mm -hmm. is always more. So I think it's a really important question for us to think about, for us to dialogue about with our spouses, even within the context of our families to say, so what is that? And and because if I don't answer it, the world, the culture around us, it will always
2: Mm -hmm. be more. Yep, right.
0: So ha, like this might be a new thought to some people that you'd actually consider setting a boundary like yeah 100,000 is enough and if you're making over 100,000 I'm going to give the cuz what do you do what what are we talking about we're giving we're talking about generosity right we're talking about then giving the rest away is cuz that's part of what you like there's a whole show about Canadian National Christian Foundation we should have with you yet yeah. um but about what that means and how people can get a hold of some of the thoughts you guys do every day but that's what we're talking about you you set you set yourself a boundary like you know what when i make eighty six thousand dollars and my house is already paid off and i'm just going to give all the top away like i I make 125 well you're just giving the rest away like that's what we're talking about right isn't that this question and then he's asking how do we set that well only you can set that with the lord and, and as our economy changes, because this is my question to you, I sent you um, the recent CBC mm-hmm. report on the inflation rate, right? It's a couple of weeks ago, yeah, 6.7%. Yeah. What I said today, does actually the percentages mean? He goes, I don't know, it's just going up. I mean, <laughs> we know what it means. Mm-hmm. The cost of living is going up and our wages aren't necessarily increasing with that inflation rate, right? Yeah. Gas is up, we've talked about all this. So then what do we do about giving you guys yeah, when
1: I mean, I, our costs I, ray, are ray, going up I, I think we what? missed the question on i'd love to hear ray you just comment on, on like what are maybe some of the strategies or some of the thoughts that you that that have been around this question of how do i set this what this client said this this um, um, biblical, biblical wealth, wealth line. line right like is there you know first of all i, I when i read it i thought is the, does the scripture actually kind of give us a biblical wealth line? Like, is is that a thing? Or is this just as you said, Reb, this is a, a family thing where we're saying, hey, this is the standard of living that I'm going to, in a sense, shoot for or maybe I have already achieved. And now, um, you know, when I hit that, then I have some questions for what do I do with the extra, what do I do with the uh, – so there, throw that out to you right You know now.
2: what, I have so many thoughts going through my head, <laughs> scenarios, you know, because I think, um, first of all, it's a hard issue. Mm. For me, it's just if you have an understanding that the finances you have belong to the Lord and you are just stewarding it on his behalf, I think you approach it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and I think over our seasons of life, we look at it differently. And so I recall a few years ago, uh, a a friend of our ministry, um, kind of wrestling through that issue. Uh, It was a a, a woman in her late 80s. And she was struggling with the same very question at this point, when's enough enough? And realizing like, She had hundreds of thousands set aside in investments, and she still had reoccurring um, investments that were producing income that was substantial enough for her to look after herself. So the question was, do you really need all that other extra hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point in your life? Is it something you want to sow into your children's life? Do they need that? Or is it that you want to leave a legacy and sow into other um, charities? And that are dear to your heart, but then I think then there are other seasons where, um, you know, uh, I'm in a season right now where a lot of my peers are looking after their parents, while suddenly mm-hmm. they're looking at their their retirement that they have saved up and worked up very hardly, and suddenly needing um, care in retirement residences to the tune of five grand a month, mm-hmm. which is not unusual anymore at this point, and very quickly people can go through their nest egg. So then. Is that enough, or are we as children looking after our parents, also sewing into our parents' lives in this season and caring for them as part of that? But then, as you know, other people, there are business people. I know one guy, he worked with a group of a, a businessman, and he said, "We want to walk in accountability to each other, and they set each other's salaries, mm-hmm. knowing that they would make hundreds of thousands a, a year, but they didn't need that and didn't want to." As we just, as you mentioned, Dave, if I earn twenty five, I want fifty. He didn't want to be catching himself in that position that he wanted, then 100 grand or 200 grand coming in, and then all the toys with it. He wanted to live a simplistic life, knowing that this side of heaven is very short and he would be legging a legacy into eternity. So I think, even in this context, is Lord, what is it in this moment in time? And asking, I think part of it is starting with the conversation, right? Yes. I know for, for my wife and I, it's, we've had some recent conversations. We met with our financial advisor. We were at that point. What do we want to do this way going forward? Mm-hmm. What do we want? Do we feel a need for our kids? What would look after them well and our grandkids? Mm-hmm. Um, do we need to get a life insurance policy perhaps that will look for them? Just looking at a number of scenarios and then just saying, Lord, what is it that's on your heart for this season? Um, and wanting you to do that, you know. Um, I think I was sharing an example um, yesterday in a call. You know, it's knowing that money doesn't control us, but that we control the yeah. money. Yeah. and so lord what is it you want me to set aside as part of my giving uh you know my wife and i've decided we want to increase our giving each year that's a goal that we set but i think part of it is is do we even have financial goals
0: right and, right. Well, them? and the, it's i mean i anyway we, i covered talk, a lot here no no we've talked about it in, in, in being an intentional decision an intentional yeah. discussion an intentional lifestyle i mean the question is how do we do it well you live with intention. Like you said, you start with a conversation. But I I think
1: the baseline, you know, jumping in there, the the baseline has to be as a a Christian, and we are answering this question of, you know, as a Christian, um, do we recognize that all of our resources, money, time, Mm -hmm. talent, opportunities, that those find their origin in God, and, and there is a responsibility. I mean, we don't have to look past the the Gospels and the, the parable of the talents to find out that it is, you know, the owner comes and gives whatever, you know, whichever one we're reading, like, gives a certain amount of of money in, in the talents to these guys. And the expectation is, is, how are they going to manage it? What are they going to do to produce more, right, to to build. And so what does that look like? Because, again, in, in the context of this conversation, if I've got extra and I'm sharing it and I'm planning it in terms of becoming part of a charitable DAF as we, you know, Direct well, whatever vehicle we use, we go, Well, that's part of my stewardship because maybe I'm not growing the money, but I'm using that money to actually advance the kingdom in some practical way where they need the the money you know, whatever charity it is to do the work that God's want to do that I can do. Um, that's the whole point of kind of sharing and intentionally looking at that. And again, if you heard Ray say it, you said, these are things that are close to our hearts individually. Mm-hmm. And so that's a digging in and listening to the Lord and saying, you've given me these resources. You've also given me this thing on my heart that that is is dear to me and it might not be dear to your you know someone else it's dear to you and that's part of that stewardship is saying i'm going to recognize that that thing is dear to me and i'm going to invest in it and i'm going to make that happen whether it's time talent or money
0: so I do want to like I jumped in with a question. I this one is really dear to my heart. What do we do like for folks who don't have a lot of excess? Like some of you may be listening and thinking I don't have a million bucks or even 50 extra to give, 50,000 or whatever. Like that's higher end thinking maybe. But what those of us who are struggling with gas prices and all of those things, how do we keep the goal, like, so let's say we make a goal and say, this year we're going to, you know, give this much away. I think holding to your commitment to the Lord is between you and the Lord. Mm-hmm. You have to figure mm-hmm. that out together. But um, I keep hearing what Ray encouraged us with weeks ago, you know, in Lamentations. it was Lamentations is a hard book, but in the midst of it, Jeremiah says, but your mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. So we go to the Lord in his merciful, in his mercy and say, you know what? lord what do we do because things are are, our our income's not increasing expenses are increasing and it the lid on what we want to give seems to be collapsing and some of you who may be listening will think well you keep your commitment you keep giving and that may be true but i too think it's a discussion for you and your family and for you and the lord like Mm -hmm. what do you guys Mm -hmm. think because
1: Hey, Ray, I'll I'll give you the voice first (laughs) because I have, again, lots of things going through my brain. I just, yeah, yeah,
2: I think it is. It's just, as you said, bringing it before the Lord, having an honest conversation, saying, Father, what is it that is – what would bring pleasure in your heart that you want me to do is – I mean, yep. I remember this season we had the no-spend zone. Um, okay. It is amazing what you can cut back. And I know that it's not an easy process. But if you'd intentionally say, Father, I want to do well in this area, and I want to be – I think our faith is being stretched in this mm-hmm. season in a new way as we see imp- increased um, prices for stuff. Mm-hmm. Um father's not surprised by that he knows that (laughs) and so what is it in our heart do we trust him in going forward i think it's going to require a level of trust we've never experienced before and just to say father i'm on you know i'm stressed i'm pressured i don't know how i'm going to make my bills at the end of the month and just simply saying lord i need your help in this process and where i need to have the strength to make some hard decisions to cut things off Lord, help me to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean we we often one of the phrases that we say often is is, you know, make every spending decision a spiritual one, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense yes. that, you know, when when things get really tight, then that becomes um, you know, a, a real discipline. I'm gonna say discipline in the best sense of the word, that it becomes a, well, Lord, I'm gonna pray about this and you're gonna have to show me how I spend this next 20 bucks. Um the other thought that went through my hand is 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 you know, taking our cues from our relationship with the Lord and, and our discussion with the Lord, as opposed to taking our cues from the world around us and the culture, right? So the world around us says, you know, hey, a hundred grand—that's a good, you know, let's let's do that, or maybe you want to set your your limit by the average um, family income in Ottawa. Here we're in Ottawa, and say, okay, there's a stat for that, so I can pick that number. And that's the culture that's taking the cue from the culture, but coming back to the Lord and saying, okay, Lord, so what do you, like, how do you want me to live? What is that uh, amount that we want to look for, search for um, in, in terms? And there's certain freedom in that um, because as, even as we've asked the question, been satisfied that, hey, we're actually living
0: <laughs> where well, here- the
1: Lord wanted us to go. Like that that's the, the resources he's brought in. So great. We're living on that, and we're managing that uh, you know, on a day-by-day, day, making every spending decision a spiritual one.
0: Well, and I just think practically, it's mm-hmm. actually right now, it's a bit confusing when, when we know that expenses are rising, and we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out our giving still, and the commitment we made to the Lord, maybe. Maybe you've never made a commitment to mm-hmm. the Lord about giving mm-hmm. for a year, and this is a whole new idea to you, and that's that's fine. but. It's going to take a bit of a journey because I find that I find with the grocery prices right now that it's 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 it, uh, I I think we have you and I David have mm-hmm. to still figure out okay yeah. we've been spending this much on groceries but this is actually what's happening and it's going to take a bit of time and I think there's a lot of grace from the Lord in our relationships to figure that out but back to what Ray said you know we have we have made a commitment mm-hmm. we God knew. You know, if this is the limit of our wealth, we said eighty-five thousand or whatever it is, you know, and I know some of you are rolling your eyes and thinking, I don't make eighty-five thousand, but just bear with me for the analogy. You know, you commit to it and say, I'm gonna give the rest away. Well, your commitment for twenty twenty two hasn't changed. So mm-hmm. how then shall we live? Like how what do we need to do as you said, Ray? But but I find I just wanted to say that Just in a practical sense it might take you a bit of time to figure out the flow like what are we spending on gas this month and and how do we cut back and um how is this and and adjusting our spending plans accordingly so i think rake should pray for us today
2: Father, we just say thank you for um, the discussion that we are able to have. Father, thank you that we can lay our hearts before you, our questions, our challenges, our frustrations, our pains around the whole area of finances and managing, even in these days with um, the cost of living continue to increase. And, uh, Lord, we know that you will continue to lead uh us through this process. And so, Lord, I ask for each one of our listeners that you would come and you would speak to them, you would stir their heart, give them understanding how perhaps to change things, what needs to be understood. And Father, just for grace, uh, Lord, your mercies mm-hmm. are new and fresh every morning. And so, Lord, we just say thank you that uh, for that for today, for each of our listeners. And uh, so, Lord, we just say thank you for your your promise that you will look after us as your children and so lord we just say thank you for that in jesus name amen mm-hmm.
1: and, and i want to leave you today with a verse that i don't think reb i don't know if you brought that at the beginning but from first timothy six seventeen and 18 and it says command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant but to put their ho- nor to put their hope in wealth which is so uncertain and that's what we've been talking about but to put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good and to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. And that's a great way to end the show today. So join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show,
0: please visit morethanenough.ca.